Hey Church, this is Mark Van Drunen, and I am here with another podcast for you this morning. Last week, I sat down with Judy Jelsema and Phyllis Gwendon, who helped start the garden quite a few years ago here at Calvary Church. If you haven't seen this community garden, there is a large garden on the east side of church, kind of back behind the gym. And it has just really been growing amazingly well this summer. About two or three years ago, it started to get revitalized, maybe a few more years ago than that, actually. And because of that, and because it's one of the main things that really has been able to keep going this summer, even in spite of the COVID-19 pandemic, um, I really want to highlight this story fairly early in this podcast series, and I'll probably do a video on it later. You can stay tuned for that uh, so you can actually see what's going on. But there's a backstory to this garden, and Judy was there at the beginning, was a huge part of it starting. Phyllis was there too, and then Marilyn Campster was also a big part of it. Um, but Judy and Phyllis are going to share uh, their part of the story this morning and hopefully that'll give you a little bit of a sense of the history of it and how God used people who just had an idea and a willingness to serve to get something started here that has fundamentally changed people's lives. Um, thank you for listening to this series and here we are with Judy and Phyllis. Okay. Well, um, my name is Judy Jelsma and um, we were members of the church for a long time. Not original, but way back. Um, the community garden, um, there were three of us that kind of got the whole thing started, and uh, Marilyn Camstra uh, at the time, and she was a farm girl from Hudsonville, she knew how to grow things, and Phyllis, and um, I didn't really know gardening particularly, I had some flowers, I didn't do vegetables and that kind of thing, but anyway, we saw the garden, we had this whole property out in the back that uh, was, wasn't being used, so um, that came to mind that we could do that. So we planned it in sections. We had we, we um, mowed the whole thing, but we only used half of it as a garden per se, a vegetable garden for people to take part of and work in. So when we got started, um, we had it laid out and um, we got uh, art behind us in the neighborhood. I don't remember what street that was. And then Lee and Lois, and they're still involved. Um, not as much as they were, but they really get, helped get the thing started. And then John and Angie lived next door to Lee and Lois, and they moved out. And there were some other people, too, who helped along the way. But so Lee and Lois were, are neighbors. They live right these next are neighbors door, yeah. helping, too. Um, and so we planted it up, and I learned how to grow some things um, that I didn't know. So it, it was very interesting. We, we learned a lot about doing you know, how, how to grow. Um, we had a it. lot of green beans. <laughs> yes, we did. But we used to pick them and we would put them in church on Sunday morning if we had extra. Because some of the plants, if they weren't taken by somebody, then we would just plant them up and pick the food and put it in church. Yeah. We would pick a couple of grocery bags full every other day. <laughs> oh yeah, we picked oh, all wow. that when things were in season. We picked yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, so what year did it start? And then it says Calvary Community Garden. What was the initial vision of it? Just to have a garden or to get people involved or just to provide an outlet? To, like, talk a little bit about... All of those, I think. You made sure that it was uh, included in the out, outreach. Okay. Oh yeah, we, we had some of the kids come. We had families, a lot of people with kids. And we had people from church. Mm -hmm. So it was meant to be kind of a, together. Yeah. And meeting people. Uh, 
some place where you could come and meditate. Yeah. It's basically what it was uh -huh. for to get people to come. It became a place to get, farm community. Come to know us. Yeah. And, and it definitely was a new thing for you. Yes. <laughs> I grew flowers. I yeah. always grow, grew flowers. We did grow some flowers. We learned which ones, um, like the marigolds. Uh -huh. People didn't like how they smelled. Okay. So that has been bred out of them. You okay. Don't, marigolds don't smell I anymore. I didn't even know that. Well, it's really? the smell of marigolds that kept the rabbits away. Yeah. So we circled the, the plots here in the gardens with marigolds. Same. So, so the first number of years it went really well, and um, at some point it seemed to um, people sort of disperse. The original group dispersed. I think you were involved for about. Uh, five years, right? I figured five years, and yeah. I don't know why I say that, but I think it was. It seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's a there's a bit of a story here, right? Because for a lot of years it was maintained. It was at a mm -hmm. kind of maintenance level or less than fully maintained level. And um, I think when I first came here about seven eight years ago, that's where it was at. And people were still using it. People were still part of it. You were trying to figure out how to get people involved in leadership, Phyllis, and um, at some point, something happened about two or three years ago, and I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that, Phyllis. Well, Marilyn and I panicked when Judy dropped out of the garden <laughs> because she had been the vision of the garden and the one spending all the time in there, and we were not capable of keeping up everything she had started. <laughs> so a lot of the flowers had to go. They just did. They, mm -hmm. they got mowed over, which was a shame. Um, but we kept it up. And then um, Marilyn's husband was the pastor here, and when he left, Marilyn was gone, and it was just me. And I would have loved to have some help because I would, <laughs> but, but but there was nobody. But it, but I felt like the garden was important enough to keep it going. So we we muddled along, and uh, I think the change came when Lucette she was. Uh, I think she started out coming to the community dinners and helping with the community dinners, and. She had a plot. Well, there was one year that I got a really good buy on uh, collard greens, and I got a whole flat of collard greens, I yeah. think, and I had extra space. There was extra space, so I just planted them all, and then I gave them away at church. Yeah. And people said, we could go greens here? And so, <laughs> so that brought a few people in. and uh, Including Lucette. Including yeah. Lucette. And Lucette was a friend of Deb's. And, uh, Deb came in to help Lucette with her garden, and Lucette died of a heart attack soon after that. I think she was only here one year, um, and Deb continued on, and she had a garden, and mm -hmm. brought her more of her friends, and the people in the coffee spot and, and the community dinners would see produce from the garden that they would like to grow, and they said, I'd, could I have a spot too? And George showed, when he showed up, <laughs> he, was he was he was amazing out there. He helped people with weeding. Yeah. He did all the mowing. He yeah. called it his therapy, and he was great. So those those were some good years. Yeah. And then he left, and um, the mowing got kind of <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody to mow for a while, and um, then uh, Gabriel came along, and he was he did a lot of work in the garden and motivated people. He had run a farm out east, right? And came here and didn't have a place to farm that much. Yeah. And he just poured his heart and soul into it. He did. I noticed the garden has expanded a little bit. How did that happen? Well, Gabriel said um, he wanted some more space, so we made more space. We had 
we had more people wanting plots than, than what we had space for. So we made more plots being one, there. One of the things that surprised me is that people's lives have actually been significantly affected. And I wonder if you could talk a little about that. Well, I know. The first few years, there was a Hispanic family with a with a little little boy with major skin issues, uh, just major health issues, and uh, the garden was a, a real healing experience for them. And Judy gave them a lot of support. And they started coming to the community dinners, and they they found a lot of support here. Lee next door spent a lot of time. I mean, he spent a lot of time weeding out here the first few years, and I think it was a real um, healing time for him, too. Mm -hmm. he, he found it a place where he could relax. Yeah. Um, Lucette came with some tough stories. Yeah. And we, we did a lot of, she shared a lot of, lot of life stories. Another one of our gardeners lives in an apartment, and he just um, retired last year, and he he says he would go crazy being in the house all the time. He's out here two, three times a day just checking on his garden. He doesn't walk well, but he does an amazing, amazing job for, for what he can do. He does. There's another lady who's about 90 years old who has a, has a plot. So what's your hopes for the future? What's your hopes and prayers for the future uh, for the garden? See where God leads. That's through the years, I just felt like it was something that was important to keep going, and I didn't know where God would lead it, but I didn't feel like I could let it drop. It, it, it turned out differently than what Judy originally visioned, oh, that's great. but it's, yeah. but it's just been a beautiful vision. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. We talked for a while longer and continued to share stories about the garden. Um, I know a few and they know a lot more about all the things that have happened. Um, <laughs> and it's been fun. It's been, it's just been really amazing to watch and to be a small part of. At this time, Phyllis and Vicki Lake managed the garden along with a sort of broader community-based team of people. There's been some key volunteers that we didn't talk about that have been just a wonderful blessing. Um, I think of Ron Meyer who built a shed a while back for the garden so they didn't have to go over to the garage behind the cadet building anymore. Even a guy named Joel fixed the door a while back. There's so many little stories of people who chip in at a time in their life when it's uh, helpful for the garden and helpful for them. Um, but I think we'll close with those stories and that will be good for now. Uh, stay tuned for the video. Uh, thanks again and hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.